This is Making Stitches, and this time we hear from Matthew Downham, a textile artist who's found that stitching helped his creativity and his mental health. Somewhere along the way, I picked up a needle and thread, and I um, made a stitch, and then a few more, and a few more, and a few more. Um, not, not with any particular plan of what it would look like. And I found that I had that same sort of connection as I had with the black drawings. So I just kept on going, kept on going. And I noticed it kind of anchored me in a way that I was able to explore more about why I wanted to be creative, what it was about being creative that, that um, kind of benefited my life. Hello and welcome to Making Stitches. I'm Lindsay and this time I'm thrilled to be able to share a conversation with you that I had with textile artist Matthew Downham. Matthew, who's based in Wales and has exhibited his work in America, has developed a technique of stitching which involves entirely covering teddy bears with layers of stitches. Some are just one colour, others are rainbow coloured, but all of them are totally unique. Matthew says that he always knew he wanted to be an artist, but struggled to find out exactly what that meant for him. After a prolonged period of suffering from anxiety, eventually he discovered sewing, and that was the answer. On his website, he describes his work like this. With the threading of the needle, the tying of a knot, the feel of the fabric, the movement of the arm a mindful curiosity and observation, allowing the space to observe what comes in a specific and thoughtful way. Matthew, first of all, thanks so much for uh, agreeing to speak to me. You're my first male victim, and I've asked quite a few male stitchers, and you're the first one to say yes. (laughs) All right, it's an honour. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what it is you do. (laughs) I create stitches onto fabric. Um, and I just I just do layers and layers of stitching, um, and at the moment I've started doing them onto teddy bears. So I don't know if you want me to sort of um, talk a little bit about um, how 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 it all came about. Absolutely, yeah, I'd love uh, to know how it all yeah, started. Might might give it a bit more context as well. I, I find it kind of hard to answer that question of what what is it I do. Um, yeah, so when I was about 16, I um, developed uh, uh, high anxiety and um, I ended up studying um, art and 3D design at college and university whilst whilst um, having the anxiety. So I, I basically just, pretty much just went through, through those courses just trying to scrape by... Um, Trying to, trying to just uh, do the best that I could, really. Um, but once I left, I, I was really burnt out. And I would just avoid anything that would make me feel creative. Um, once in a while, I'd try and come back to it. But it would just it would just end up being a bit too overwhelming. Um, and a few years passed, and... I ended up, um, and one day I was doodling in a sketchbook and I ended up colouring the entire page with a black pen. And um, 
something about that stuck with me for quite a while. Um, I I found that it was really manageable for me at the time. And um, months went by and I was about to set off backpacking around Southeast Asia. And um, I, my anxiety was doing pretty well at the time and managing pretty well. So I thought I would give it another go with um, doing something creative. So before I got on the plane, I bought a couple of sketchbooks. And whilst I was traveling, I just filled the entire page with, um, with black ink <laughs> from a pen. And um, I definitely got some, some funny luck on the aeroplanes or when I was sat in a bar or, or in, a, in a hotel lobby. But whilst, whilst I was doing them, I, I kind of felt I was getting a part of myself back that I thought I'd lost. And after I came back traveling, though, I, um, I didn't really do much creatively again. Um, I just kind of threw myself into work and day-to-day living. And um, I was working a lot on, on trying to overcome the anxiety, so I was, do, I was doing a lot of mindfulness, um, try, trying out new diets, um, to see if my nutrition would help, um, and yeah, I managed to make quite a big breakthrough with it, mm. um, where, where it wasn't really affecting my, my, my day-to-day living as much as it had been, and once that, once, once I hit that point, I, um, yeah, just my creative juices started flowing. Um, but the problem was I didn't know where to, where to aim it or, you know, what sort of direction. I always knew that I wanted to be an artist, but I never really knew what that meant. So, um, yeah, I started, spent a few time, spent some time trying to, trying to answer that. And there wasn't really anything that I found that I was comfortable with doing. I, nothing really felt. I've ne- I didn't really feel like I was settled on on anything. So I just went back to doing the black drawings again, and 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 found that that something about doing that really really connected with me. So I stuck with, with doing them for a while, and then somewhere along the way, I picked up a needle and thread, and I. Um, made a stitch and then a few more and a few more and a few more um not not with any particular plan of what it would look like and I found that I had that same sort of connection as I had with the black drawings and so um so I just kept on going kept on going and I noticed it kind of anchored me in a way um that I was able to explore more about why I wanted to be creative, what it was about being creative that that, um, that kind of benefited my life and why I, I always kept feeling that I was getting drawn back to it, even though with the anxiety, it was causing me a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort. Um, and so that's what I've been doing really over, over these past sort of, I'd say three, four years is... Um, yeah, trying trying to trying to answer answer some questions that I have. And where do you get your inspiration from? 
I mean, some of the work that I've seen you do, it looked almost like a moss or lichen that was growing out of an embroidery hoop, one of them. And, and then, of course, you've mentioned your, your teddy bears that are just completely, they're enveloped in stitches, some all one colour, some a complete rainbow. You know, where does that come from? Oh, uh, yeah, well, um, I think one of the mistakes that I made quite early on was that I was um, looking outward for inspiration. And um, I think what the black drawings did was help me settle um, and be more comfortable with with knowing that it was um, the feeling of creating. And and that's what kind of um, pushes me to want to create, is to sort of look inwardly see how I react to, to certain work. And so I, I, I don't really look um, at the artwork for inspiration or nature for inspiration. Um, it's more about the feel. Um, I think I, uh, a balance and texture is, is one thing that I, that, I, that I really feel about the work as um like the, the, that's that's the important part for me uh, for the visual outcome um is is ha- yeah having a sense of balance and um the texture i, th- I think is um more f- for me to to kind of have some curious nature of when i look back at my work you know it kind of gives gives me something to to explore a little bit now, you mentioned that when you were studying, and it was a creative art that you were studying, you got to a point of burnout and you couldn't be creative anymore. And it wasn't until you'd reached a, a point in your life that you could re-engage with it. Um, so many people that I've spoken to through the podcast and in other parts of my life, have, you know, they found a way of, of calm, calming themselves with their creativity but you weren't able to engage with that for, for quite a while, were you? But do you find that now that you're re-engaged with it, it helps you with your anxiety? Um, yes, it, it, it does help me with my anxiety. At the same time, it still brings on quite a bit of stress <laughs> for me. But um, but now I, I can see that it's, it's worthwhile stress. You know, um, trying to figure out... Um, an answer to, to a piece of work, you know, um, trying to find that balance that, that, that I mentioned. Um, yeah, it does bring on some um, anxiety a little still. Um, but yeah, like I say, it, it's, it's worthwhile anxiety now because I look back and I think, is it worth any sort of discomfort you know, to, to be able to look back and um, see that I'm, I'm doing what I want to do um, without being chased away, without being too scared. I don't know if that makes any sense. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you work on one piece at a time or do you have several pieces ongoing that you, you, you know, mix between the different ones? No, I, I, I work on... on several pieces um i think because whilst i work on one um to 
something else will pop into my mind to explore a, a little bit further. And um, and I'm, I'm a bit scatterbrained when it when it comes to to my to my thoughts um, with, with my with my work. So um, it definitely helps being able to jump from one to the other to the other, so that it's kind of all there still in, in my in my mind. But one thing I do want to do in my work though is um, uh, develop each stage, so so there's um, a link to it all. And do you exhibit your work at all, other than online? Um, well, um, I've got the Instagram and and the website, and I've had one exhibition out in California. Um, oh, wow! I, I sent sent two bears out there. Yeah, it was part of a um, a portraits exhibition. <laughs> um, but apart from that, no, I haven't really exhibited any work. But it's it's something that I want to do, and um, getting the work out there, I think it'll um, it'll sort of take on a new meaning. I think, um, and it'll definitely be something that will uh, progress me further in, in in my work as well. And how I think about it and um, how I approach it. Now, you're obviously going through a teddy bear phase at the moment because there are so many. What do you think? Are you going to be yeah. sticking with the bears for the time being or or have you got an idea of, of where you might want to be headed next? Oh, uh, no, I think I, um, I definitely still want to keep on pushing on with the bears. Um, when when I felt like I'd, I'd overcome a lot of my anxiety... There was a connection, I think, between um, me currently and me as a as a child, um, pre any anxiety, and so I think that's where a kind of childlike um, quality has come into play with with my work, uh, and I and I've kind of been been exploring that a lot more. At the moment, um, I did think that uh, mindfulness played a huge part in my work, and um, that was a bit of a red herring, really. It's been a big part of my life, mindfulness, but it wasn't really what was um, what was pushing the, the artwork out of me. Um, so yeah, that was that was something that I had to, sort of a realization. I had to. I had to realise, oh, okay, actually, I don't, I don't know where this work's coming from yet, but um, I think I'm getting there, and I think the link to childhood is 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 a big part of that. What was it that made you switch from using black ink on paper to actually using a needle and thread? Oh, so I, I was just, I think I just started tr- trying a lot of different mediums, um, painting. Um, but I think what it was about the needle and thread was um, it was what I think attracted me was I found it quite uh, theatrical, the, the the movement of, of the arm. Um, well, see, so um, it's, it's, I, I find it kind of similar. I, I don't play the violin, but it's the, there's that sort of movement to it. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, I just found it a, a real pleasant movement. And, and my work really, back then, really, it was that act of doing, of 
making that stitch of my arm moving of, of tying tying the knot of threading the eye of the needle that to me was more creating the work than than actually having um you know me like I, I i don't know any stitches you know like french knot or chain stitch um the words that i've seen on instagram but um yeah i, I have no idea um you know, the the techniques aren't really what I'm, I'm what I'm in it for. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the finished effect. Yeah, and and, and the process. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the people that I've spoken to so far for the podcast have said how much their art, their craft, and the process of doing it has helped them immensely in this last year or so that we've been going through, which has been quite extraordinary. Would you say it's your art has helped you as well um oh yes yeah yeah i, def- I, I definitely say that um for most of 2020 i was i was in new zealand at the time you know there, there was still a lot of freedom out there um i i was i was traveling with somebody as well so i so so i had companionship and um for the past three months Four months I've been back in the UK and so yeah it's pretty much been bad weather been been, been pretty isolated um, so yeah I think if it wasn't for my artwork um, yeah it, days would uh, yeah be, be quite tedious I think <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. especially after being uh, in New Zealand my word <laughs> You were, I think you were in the right place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't a bad place to be stuck, to be honest. Yeah. So, what do you think will twenty twenty one have in store for you as far as your work's concerned? Um. Oh, I think a lot more understanding. I think I'm I'm starting to understand um, where the work comes from a lot more. Um, uh, a lot be a lot easier on, on myself um i would always think there was um there was a there was an answer out there that i was trying to search for but now of course i i kind of realize there's um many answers and uh uh what else i i, I want to push myself a bit more with my work and not get too comfortable so i think showing people my work more talking about my work more um, yeah, I think that's 2021 as in store for me, yeah. Well, I certainly hope the months ahead are positive for you, Matthew, and I look forward to seeing what you produce. Thank you very much, Matthew, for taking the time to speak to me for Making Stitches and for speaking so honestly about the struggles you've come through to get to where you are today. I'll include a link to Matthew's website in the show notes for this episode so you can see his work too. Thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast and would consider leaving a review on your favourite podcast provider, it would help other people find out about making stitches in future and I'd be very, very grateful. I'll be back again in two weeks' time with another inspiring maker's story for you. Next time the focus will be on crochet and crochet design. I look forward to sharing that with you then. My name's Lindsay and this podcast was recorded and edited by me. You can also find me on my blog, Postcard from Gibraltar. 
Thanks for listening and until next time, stay safe and enjoy your crafting.